Welcome back, folks. It's Thursday, and so that means Thursday with the Wild Man. Perry, what's up? Woo, woo. I am so excited. Thursdays are good, but the best Thursday in the entire world is coming up when NCAA basketball is in full swing at noon, and you get to watch basketball for days. And I don't think Jennifer's seen my new room, but I literally have two big screens hanging from the walls in the corner and a bigger big screen in the middle. So I'm prepared for NCAA tournament basketball 365 days out of the year, folks. Ugh. Sounds exciting, Perry. Woo. Just kidding. I can't yeah. relate, yeah. but I'm so happy for you getting the binge out on it. Good for you. I'm excited yeah. to see. Excited. And I actually don't watch TV often at all. Like I might turn it on when I'm folding clothes um, or maybe listen to a podcast, but I couldn't help but see that uh, somewhere, maybe on yeah, I think it came out as a Facebook like ad that Teen Mom is going to be coming back on March eighth. Like, I might have to start watching TV just so I could see it. Yeah, Crystal watches that. that, that <gasps> TV. Mom night. Okay, so I wanted to tell you about some stuff I've been learning about because I'm like nerding out over here, and it's super super cool. You know how I told you I, you know. With my second book, I wanted to write about like what the what war on the home front looks like, you know, not just when a soldier is deployed, but what that even in the years following and what that looks like for the spouses, the siblings, the children, maybe even your employer and whatnot. You tracking? Yes. I am okay. definitely tracking. So like I have to do a whole lot more research and continue having conversations with people. So I've had to accept um, that that plate was wobbling and it needs to be my third book. And so as I took a look at what I was writing and what I have already wrote so far, it was clear that that's more of like um, war on the home front from my perspective. And, uh, and it's going to be called Triggered. So cool. Uh, anyways, so as I'm doing this research and and I think I mentioned it last time about how like PTSD wasn't even recognized and put in the DSM until 1980. Did I say that last time? Yes, definitely. You mentioned that last time. Yes, after my CNP exam talk. Yeah. And um, so when it was put in there, that's when people started to do a whole lot more research, whether they were challenging it or not. Like, thanks to them, like now we have 40 years of research that have a plethora of information so in the, these books that I'm binging out reading I was reading about like the actual changes that happen in your brain and it was talking about the three different like parts of your brain and like because of like the way your amygdala and hippocampus like the way that those things don't work the same as someone without PTSD it then um, and it doesn't like file away like memories into the appropriate spot so it's like proven that like it PTSD you know like that you react quicker rather than responding you don't take time to think about things and so that's kind of rocking my socks off over here just making more sense yeah and 
some of the talks that I had with Dr. Levine, he gets a picture of the old brain out in his pencil and starts drawing stuff. So I'm somewhat familiar, but I haven't read on my own any about that stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I want to tell you about this one portion I've read in one of the books. Um, it's by Dr. Vander Kolk, which she actually writes The Body Keeps the Score. So it's like next on my list to read. And it talks just a lot about how PTSD truly affects your physical body and not just your emotional. So in part of it, she's talking about how trauma compromises the brain, like, you know, because it's proven with all this research and these scans that it compromises those things. And then, then like you become more hyper vigilant and hyper arousal. And as a result, you know, like you've people with PTSD that, that have been traumatized, they like often find themselves repeating the same problems. And it just kind of, you know, through the conversations we've not only had in here, but just in life as friends, like we all get this, we're do, we, we do the same problems, you know, like we respond we respond in ways that we regret. Oh, here's the last thing she says. She says, we know, we now know that their behaviors are not the result of moral failings or signs of lack of willpower or bad character. They are caused by actual changes in the brain. And that makes me feel better because, you know, like we totally regret things we say and we do and I know you can relate with me. Yeah, so when I'm yelling at the dog and then Krista gets in the way, <laughs> I shouldn't feel that bad because I've been hyper aroused, right? By yeah. the, uh, the mutt not listening. And then, like, I figure at this point, shouldn't you know to just kind of back up, watch out, watch this? <laughs> I know. Like, uh, what is it? They say, uh, here, hold my beer, watch this. <laughs> I guess you shouldn't laugh about it, but kind of feels the same like oh here hold my beer watch this This is about to get crazy (laughs) yeah and she's and then she could be like oh his amygdala is all acting up again that crazy hypocampus (laughs) i now i'm going off on a tangent over here squirrel but i went into sub the other day in a science class and as soon as I walked in, like I just saw chlorophyll wrote on the board, and I literally chlorophyll, chlorophyll, chlorophyll. I just literally laughed out loud because immediately my brain, what are you thinking? Uh, chloro, boy, isn't it? Uh, it's uh, Adam yeah. Sandler, yes, mo- chlorophyll, Madigan, more right? like yeah. borophyll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so laughing. Okay, so and then you and then I immediately go to shampoo conditioner with penguin. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yes, <free>. the penguin. <laughs> Penguins are my favorite animal. <sighs> so as yeah. I, you know, back to what I was reading about the like hyper arousal. I was thinking about you. I had screenshotted it and sent it to you because it talks about you know like this is why some people suffer from insomnia because you're just over your you're caused by an overstimulated amygdala. Your amygdala is highly 
overstimulated. <laughs> yes. And then I'm doing the whole snake brain or whatever, and it jacks me all up. Right. So that's what we're going to, I don't even know how long we've, were you, did I just interrupt you? No, I was just saying it wasn't snake brain. It was reptilian brain. Yes. Yes. Look at you. Yeah. Sometimes I have a good memory still. That's the part of your brain that tells you like to fight, flight, or freeze. And then this other part of the brain is the one that tells your reptilian brain like you're good now and it's that other part you know that's supposed to tell you your rational part of the brain i think it's the prefrontal cortex it's the one that's supposed to tell you like after fight flight or freeze like you're good now and for us people or and people with ptsd like the um rational brain doesn't act as well as someone without PTSD so I sure wish my uh, brain would realize how important sleep is and let me have some everyone I know I know (laughs) that'd be just great (laughs) I know we need to send a text messages to your amygdala or something right Uh, on a positive note there uh, I talked to the uh, sleep doctor in Daneville and they're going to be uh trying to send me down to the VA in St. Louis. So it might be a little long. Good. Oh, that was a funny story. You know, little, uh, they, they, she was like, we could do community cares or we could do, um, try to get you in at St. Louis VA. And I was like, you know, I kind of talked to her about PTSD and my insomnia and what, what our end goal was with Dr. Sundin. And she's like, well, yeah, maybe it's better not. To send you to community cares because they don't deal with that you know they just don't know about veterans and ptsd like the va does and i looked there i didn't look at her we're on the phone and i thought yeah well there's people at the va that don't have any clue either and she's like well you're right about that I'm like, that's true and so. and recently i had heard that like it really is the VA that is ahead of everyone else with the study of these things. And so then that's, that's, I shouldn't say kind of sad, like, because, you know, we know there's a lot of people there that don't know about it. So, but um, it's a good thing, I guess, that they're at the forefront of all of this uh, research and the efforts to try and make these things better, I guess. I had a community cares appointment today. I had my first chiropractor appointment and um, it went really good. And like, I'm telling them about, you know, how I've just had back problems since we've returned. And like, I've um, have told the VA about it. And someone had mentioned like, Oh, it's because you have scoliosis. And I'm thinking, yeah, right. Like when I joined the military, that's one of the first things they look at down in maps, you know? And yeah, he was check. I told him, he was like, did you have any specific injury? I was like, you know, I've sit, I've sat here and I've tried to think about whether there was any specific injury, um, in Iraq with my back. And I can't think of anything. I said, I, I was on the top bunk all year. So getting mortared, I'm constantly jumping down off of it. And then being a truck driver with my flak jacket and helmet and all that, you know, I'm constantly jumping out of the truck. So I just kind of thought it was all of that. And so since I can't show that it was a specific incidence or can't remember one yet, I'm really, I feel like 
there's something I can't think of, but I don't even know. And um, he was, so as he's looking at my back and he's like, well, you definitely don't have scoliosis. And I was like, ha, ah, like shocker. <laughs> I'm so shocked yeah. doc. Already knew that. <laughs> and, but he was like, and uh, you know, like just to get it on record and have the, the data, like, I think we're going to order you um back x-rays he's like because i think you do have some arthritis in your lower back and he was like and it would definitely be caused from jumping off of a bunk bed and out of a truck for a year and i was like shocker doc (laughs) so that was just like when you get back and they're like just like when you get back and they're like everybody has to have a hearing test like the the army's idea of uh what proper hearing is i think is completely out of out of yeah. line but we all passed right that. yeah i know i don't <laughs> even understand how i keep passing hearing tests like i don't yeah. understand that at all um so. so yeah that went really well and i love meeting people that want to help and be an advocate so thanks to that doctor and all of the doctors out there who don't work for the va i mean not even doctors but all of these practitioners and and people of service that are offering their services to take in the the VA um, payment. Did you go see Dr. Natorway or did you see someone else? I saw someone else in Matt too. Okay. Um, So I got, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up with a cool, uh, a funny, funny quote. Uh, Let's hear it. (laughs) Everything was perfectly nope. healthy and normal here in denial land. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Butcher, Sounds cold right. days. So enjoy, enjoy your day and everything will be wonder over here in denial land. Yes, it's terrific Thursday in denial land. Oh, wait, no, it is terrific Thursday because Jen and the wild man coming yes. at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>